Hi, this is Charlotte Stewart, and you're listening to TV Confidential. And Roberts, we're welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. We've said this before, but it's worth repeating as all of us work our way through this period of social distancing and sheltering at home because of the coronavirus pandemic. A lot of us are turning to familiar faces or familiar books or familiar TV shows to give ourselves a little break from the 24-7 news cycle. Our friend Allison Arngrim, Allison Arngrim, the actress known around the world as Nellie Olson from Little House on the Prairie, has taken that one step further. A few weeks ago, around the time that the entertainment industry here in Hollywood suspended operations on everything, Allison decided to revisit the original Little House books by Laura Ingalls Wilder for the first time since she was a little girl. At first, Allison did this to give comfort to herself, but then she put her thinking cap on, or I should say her thinking bonnet on, and decided to read chapters every day of the original Little House on the Prairie books to Little House fans all over the world and share them via social media. Allison posts her video readings every day on Facebook. We'll tell you exactly where you can find them on Facebook in just a second. But first, we began our conversation by telling Allison what I love about what you're doing with the Little House readings, with the Nellie Bonnet and, and, and all of that is not only... Is it a great example of making the best of a situation, but it is a great example of an artist creating new kind of content when other opportunities have, you know, shut down or suspended. And it's just, it's, just, it's a celebration of your ingenuity. Right. Well, I originally, I mean, I sat down to read Little House books. I actually said, well, I'm going to be stuck. And, you know, I said, watch my calendar go blank. And... <laughs> I thought, what a drag, and I thought, well, you know, I'm going to go back to the beginning. I'm going to go read the Little House books. I was really, I was literally going to sit in my living room and just read the Little House books to myself because mm-hmm. it was something to do mm-hmm. and sort of a question. I had read On the Banks of Plum Creek when I first got the part and went out and read that one, and I'd read the books at different times over the years, but I hadn't read them in years, and I had never sat down and read them in order, you know, from Little House in the Big Woods on. And gosh, I'm trying to remember if I've even read these happy golden years or the, for the last, last two, the first four years. So I thought, that's it. I'm going to read them all, nine, straight through. And then I thought, well, why why keep it to myself? Everybody else is bored, too. <laughs> <laughs> why not go on Facebook and just, here you go. I'm going to read Little House books. It's a quest. We're going to do it every day. Well, people have gone bananas. I started doing it, and... It's like thousands of people. I did set my page for follow so that, like, everybody could join in. Mm-hmm. And then it's like everyone started. And I looked, and the first video, uh, people kept going back and watching it again and sharing it. It's, like, up to 60,000 views. It's like, what? And then I noticed some of the others are 20,000 and 40,000. like thousands of people watching me sit in my living room and read Little House in the Prairie while wearing a bonnet. Well, because, because what you're doing is you're providing a break, you know, for all of us, you know, just to lose ourselves in, 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 in something else or to, or to go back to the, you know, what's comfortable, what we know, what's familiar to yeah. us. And, you, yeah. and, and, and 
and that's what people are saying. They said this is this is the best hour of my day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they said this is the hour I'm not thinking about the pandemic. I'm not watching the news. I'm not worrying. I'm not thinking. Oh man, do I have enough toilet paper? Yeah. I'm not worrying about it. I'm I'm going. Oh right. And then Laura and Mary and Mom. I'm lost in the world of Laura Ingalls Wilder. I'm being entertained. They said this is this is awesome. And I initially did it, she thought it would be a hoot, and then it really caught on. I said, well, this is good. So I kept doing it. Now, I have a little store online because people want autographed copies of my book and mm-hmm. stuff. So I set up Square, the Square. I set it up because I wanted to get the Square up on my phone because when I would do autograph shows, I could take credit cards. I could swipe them on the thing on my mm-hmm. phone. So I got the Square app, and then it said, well, you can have an online store. So when you're not a show, people can just go to your store and order it, and then I can autograph a book and send it to them and sell them so that way. So I had set that up. And I'd gotten some bonnets, because in Walnut Grove, the museum in Walnut Grove, uh, the actual Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum down there, mm-hmm. Walnut Grove, has a lovely gift shop. And I had bought some bonnets from them, uh, cheap, and then sold them at an autograph show, autograph bonnets, and people love them, because it's something they could wear. And so I wore a bonnet, right? And I was like, we love the bonnet. And I said, oh, well, I have a few bonnets in stock. If you want to get a book or an autograph bonnet, it's, here's how much it is. You go to the store. Well, I sold out of bonnets. I had to call the lady in Walnut Grove and said, you have more bonnets. <laughs> so now I'm the bonnet queen. I don't know what is that. So I read this every day, and then I go, and I was like, oh, gosh, I have more bonnet orders. I got, I'm out of bonnet. I got to go. Um, I got some tin cups. I don't know. Do you want a tin cup? I have tin cups. <laughs> uh, so I have my little store. And then I was talking to my agent. And she said, have you done that cameo thing? I said, no, no, I haven't. I'm like the last person I know to yeah. go on cameo. And cameo is the thing where celebrities record like birthday greetings. Yeah. People call mm-hmm. them, and they find their favorite celebrity and they pay so much a little thing and see and they, this celebrity comes on and they say, happy birthday, Susie, and they get a little recording. And I said, no, that's silly. She says, no, there's there's real people. It's like Loretta Swit. There's there's many real actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just that people who do that. It's wrestlers or reality show people. Or and then I looked at good Lord, everyone is on there. And I thought, oh, the heck. So I went on Cameo. I didn't charge too much. I mean, there's people charging hundreds of dollars. And I went, nah, that's crazy. So, um, well, my charge like 30 bucks. I said, okay, so I'll do recordings. And I was inundated. Everyone's like, yes, that's what we want. We would want the Alison Argus Nelly Olson to mm-hmm. say happy birthday to my grandmother. And I'm, okay. So they start doing those. And then people asked, well, are there... So they wanted to know if the rest of the cast was doing it. So I called up Dean Butler. And I said, are you doing cameo? No. I said, well, maybe you should check this out. So now he's doing it. And then he started reading... Did you catch any of Dean Butler reading Farmer Boy? No, not yet. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's great that uh, Dean is joining you in your daily readings. He did, because what happened is I called, I, I emailed him, I said, now, Dean, I said, I'm going to be starting Farmer Boy. Do you want to do a chapter of Farmer Boy, as it is Al Manzo's story? And he said, okay, I'll do a chapter. He did one chapter. He calls me and goes, can I do the whole book? <laughs> yes, he had so much fun. He's like, this is great. He's stuck in Orlando, because, you know, he's a producer for the Golf Channel. Uh-huh. And he does the, the Ferrety Show. Yeah. Which I don't know anything about golf, but if you know anything about golf, Ferrety Show is, like, huge. Yeah. So he works. At, so he goes to Orlando for part of the year. Well, he was in Orlando when the whole thing hit, so he can't get home. His wife's in L.A. Oh, my. So, yeah, not a happy camper. So yeah. he's stuck in Orlando. He's got some work. There's still stuff they have to do with the show that doesn't involve filming that they have to work out and editing and whatnot. So he's still sort of working, but he's stuck. And so then he said, no, no, I don't want to read the whole book. He said, this is so much fun. I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying this. So every day he's like, I go, am I still reading 
I read The Long Winter? And I'm like, no! And he's like, <laughs> no, is in it. I'm like, okay, you can read part of The Long Winter. Yeah. We're now fighting over chapters. <laughs> We're having fun uh, talking to Allison Arngram. Allison Arngram, the actress known around the world as Nellie Olson on Little House on the Prairie. Allison recently took to social media to read chapters from each of the Little House books by Laura Ingalls every day from beginning to end and posting them for free on her Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash allison.arngram. Each video averages between 30,000 and 40,000 views. One received as many as 60,000 views. Every day, Allison wears a different bonnet as she reads, while, as Allison just mentioned, uh, Dean Butler uh, uh, recently joined her. I don't uh, now. Dean's not wearing a bonnet, but uh, when Dean we... is definitely not wearing a bonnet. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, Dean. Um, in fact, he's kind of looks like he's growing a little bit of a beard. It looks kind of hot. Um, well, but Dean has always been hot. He's yes. gorgeous. He's yes. he's Manzo, and he is still as cute as he ever was. And and that's what's so crazy about this. There's lots of projects people are doing, you know, Zoom and live things, and, and pay-per-views where they're charging, and those are great. Like I said, I, I got Cameo in the Bonnet, yeah. and I'm going to be doing, on May 9th, we're going to be doing a whole live stream, a pay-per-view of my comedy show. But what's cuckoo about the Prairie Readings, this is completely free. This yes. is just, you can go to my Facebook page, live every day at 1.30, or see the ones that were done the other day, and look at those, and I read two chapters a day. And other, and I just talked to Charlotte Stewart. Charlotte Stewart's Miss Beetle last yes. night. She wants to read some. Oh, excellent, excellent. All right, so The Little House on the Prairie Readings featuring uh, Allison wearing a different bonnet every day. Those are available for free, facebook.com forward slash Allison dot Arngrum to keep uh, to, to, to keep on top of Allison's other events, including her May 9th uh, uh, performance of her uh, of her one woman show. Uh, follow Allison on Facebook as well as on social media. And of course, uh, Allison's memoir, Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, is available wherever books are available. And, and as I say, if you've never watched Little House or only casually watched Little House. If you read Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, Allison really, she does a wonderful job of making you feel that you were with her on the set every day. It's a wonderful book. That's wonderful. Thank you. And it covers a lot of ground because I talk obviously about my time on Little House and the cast of Little House and all the wonderful behind-the-scenes things. But I, 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 I talk about everything. I talk about my family and growing up in Hollywood and what it's like to be an ex-child star and my life after Little House. So there's, there's everything. It's, everything is in there. So it's great. Now, I understand that as you've been revisiting the Little House books, that the character you... You, you, you've been connecting with the most as you do in your daily readings is not necessarily Nellie. Uh, true, true. It's fascinating because, I mean, obviously I haven't, I haven't gotten to um, On the Banks of Plum Creek, which mm -hmm. is where Nellie shows up. Mm -hmm. Very excited about that, and um, I know Charlotte Stewart will be reading some because Miss Beetle shows up then. Um, but it's fascinating because Charles is a very interesting person in the book. He's more happy-go-lucky and trying to keep everyone kind of calm and, and happy. Um, now, he is a little irresponsible. They keep moving, and it's like, did they need to move? I yeah. thought that they needed to move. But whereas Ma is really worried, and it's very much about the rules and girls, no speaking at the table, and, oh, it's so terrible, this wild country you've moved to, 
Charles keeps saying, well, it's going to be okay. It's okay. Oh, hey, kids, look. Look at the stars. And he's always trying to distract them from the complete terror of the wolves and the, and the Native Americans, whose land they have moved on to. And they make quite a point of that, actually, in the book, that as Laura keeps saying, but if you don't like them, Ma, why did you move to where they are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and bringing up the fact that they're stealing their land. So, yeah. Well, considering that... I'm, I'm just thinking aloud here, so just, just bear with me. Considering that Michael Landon was... I mean, forget the fact he was a great producer and a great professional and a great uh, creator of television himself, but as a person, he had... I mean, he, he, there was a lot of happy-go-luckiness in him. He was... In that respect, he was like the perfect guy to play Charles. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he was. And, and Michael, Michael adored kids. He had a ton of kids himself. He liked the kids. And that's one of the things. He came off of, he just came off Bonanza, and the whole crew, uh, everyone from makeup to hair to light, had followed him from Bonanza. And he said, okay, now we're on a show where most of the cast is children. So we have, we're cut off at like nine hours at some point anyway. Mm-hmm. He said, what if we did this show, we scheduled it so we all know what we're doing because we all work together we're like a machine. What if we did it so everybody was able to go home like five, six o'clock and we could all go home and have dinner with our families? And yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. And another thing, and again, you know, thinking aloud here, one of the great benefits of perspective in your case is as you read these stories today and share them with your fans, you know, you've got the added perspective of, of doing the series, you know, when, you, when you're a child and while filming in 100 degree weather in, in the valley is not quite the same as, you know, uh, the prairie days, that sense of uncomfort and that that, get, that gives you a little sense of what they're going through as you as you oh, read that's them. That's true. Is when we were filming the show, although obviously we're in California, not yes. Minnesota, mm-hmm. and we could go home at the end of the day to our beautiful air conditioned homes, we go and, and clean up. But when we're on the set, despite having dressing rooms. We didn't have air conditioning on the set. It was too loud. You had to turn on the generator. Yes. So when we were on location, you couldn't turn on the generator except maybe for half an hour at lunch. So there, there wasn't any. There were the, the dressing rooms were equipped to have air conditioning and little TVs and radio. Well, none of that worked. We were out on location at yeah. Big Sky Ranch. There was no reception for radio and TV. There were no cell phones at the time. There was nothing. And since you couldn't turn the generators on, make a racket to running air conditioning, except for half an hour at lunch, none of that existed. They were just sort of boxes, basically, to change clothes in. And we said for bathrooms, we had porta potties, <laughs> which are sort of the modern version of an outhouse. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> We did not have flush toilets. We yeah. did not have air conditioning. We did not have radio, television, or phone. And we were cut off from all of modern society for nine hours. Yeah. Kind of great. And going back to your daily readings, as you perform them, you know, you can draw on, you know, your experience as an actor and as a, and your experience portraying Nellie and the other characters that Nellie encountered on the series. That all, that all comes to your perspective as you perform the reading. The, well, it does, it does, because um, I do, obviously there is commentary when I'm reading it, and um, there's things that are very sort of funny in, in retrospect, you know, the, the way the family's living and the way we couldn't imagine doing now, and, and they're constant, constantly in peril. The little House in the Prairie, when they're going to Kansas, they almost drown crossing a river. And, and in the narration, Laura brings up the fact that there was no way to communicate with the grandparents and people back in Wisconsin, and it was going to be months before they could get, a, get to Independence, Kansas, and get a letter out. 
So their families, for all they know, they drown crossing the river. They, they have no idea if they're dead or alive. And it's like, can you imagine living like this? And then, then the wolves, and they, they Paul's so happy-go-lucky. They're almost attacked and eaten by wolves. And he says, well, all's well that ends well. You know, it's fine. <laughs> so let's have dinner. The wolves did good. They said, the wolves are gone. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm like going, no, I would be like, I'm leaving now. We're going home. <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> Allison Arkham's on the line with us. Allison recently took the social media uh, by reading chapters uh, every day at 1.30 Pacific time on her Facebook page. Allison is reading from the original Little House Books by Laura Ingalls. We'll talk some more with Allison after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. Hi, this is Rhonda Shear, and you're staying up all night or day with TV Confidential. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills... Don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Hi, this is Joyce Bullison. You're listening to TV Confidential. Uber is the mobile app that connects you with a driver for immediate transportation. Request a ride at the tap of a button and you have a driver curbside in minutes. You can choose to be driven in a black car, SUV, or you can choose UberX, the low-cost Uber for a ride in a hybrid or mid-range car. Payment is seamless and cashless, billed to your card on file with no need to tip. Enter the promo code TVCONFIDENTIAL after you download the app to receive a free first ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash tv confidential be part of our conversation if you like what you hear have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of tv confidential we'd love to hear from you you can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net 
tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.